what's up? This bruh man from the fifth floor. And look at here, when I'm chillin', you know, eating my sandwiches with my honeys up on the fifth floor. I always tune in to reviews and done. They all let. They be letting the brother know where all the Serb sandwiches is. Peace. What's going on, world? Happy Monday. It's your man, Derek Dunn of Reviews and Dunn, back with another A1 Fire interview. My guest today is a rising actress in Hollywood, even though she's been, you know, doing her thing for a while now. You've seen her on Law & Order. You've seen her pop up in big parts in many, many movies and television shows. And this week, this Friday, she's headlining the sequel to True to the Game, the second part of Carrie Wood's classic hood trilogy. So give it up. Welcome to the line, Miss Erica Peoples. Hey, hey, hey. How you doing today, ma'am? Right. We stay in Detroit. What up, though? <laughs> oh, all is well. All is well. So let's uh get right into it. When did you realize okay. that you wanted to be an actress? I realized I wanted to be an actress when I was six years old. I watched What's Love Got to Do With It with Angela Bassett. And I told my mom when I was six, I said, I want to do that. I want to be an actress. My mom put me in acting classes, and I've been acting ever since. Cool, cool. Mm -hmm. So I understand that you're a mm -hmm. Juilliard alum. And I know the Juilliard, sometimes you have to audition piece to get into the school. So what was your audition piece for Juilliard? So uh, you have to do a classical and a contemporary piece. So my classical piece was Lady Macbeth from Macbeth, Shakespeare's Macbeth. And um, my contemporary was Ma Rainey from Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And I had an extra piece, because sometimes you never know that they're gonna ask you to do another one. So I just had one prepared just to be there. And my third piece was a poem that I turned into a monologue by Langston Hughes called The Dream Deferred. Nice, I know that one. So speaking of uh, August Wilson and Ma Rennie's Black Bottom, one of your early roles was an off-Broadway production of August Wilson's play, Joe Turner's Come and Gone. Which character did yeah. you portray in that? So I played a character named Molly, who was traveling along uh, the road and she stops at this house, which is kind of like a bed and breakfast back in that time. And my story is unknown as to what I've been through, but I come in and I shake everything up. And I loved it. I love theater. Theater is my first love. So that was one of the most memorable and life-changing experiences for me because Delroy Lindo was the director. and it was such an honor and a privilege to work with him, especially him directing, because he's so passionate and he's so intelligent. And he, knew so, he had so much history about August Wilson. Nice, nice. All right, so, you know, let's go ahead and get into True to the Game. So prior to getting to the role of Gina in the first film a few years ago, were you familiar with Miss Woods' books? So before I, before I auditioned for the role, I wasn't familiar with the book. Um, once I auditioned, I read all three and Terry Woods is just a phenomenal writer. She writes for women, but not just for women, but she wrote for every perspective of what a woman goes through and also for the men. In fact, it was a hit in jail before it became a movie, before it became a bestseller. It was the men, the people who were in prison who made it, um, become a number one best urban bestseller. So, I have read all three. I love Terry Woods. She's an amazing writer, and she did an amazing job writing this trilogy. 
Nice, nice. So I had a chance to see the um second film last week. I'm gonna have my RV post on my site this week. Now I saw some growth for your character, Gina, between the first and the second film. So for you, how would you describe Gina's growth for fans out there looking forward to the second film? Well, first, thank you for seeing the growth because that's that's great. That means I did my job. Um, secondly, Gina is in a new place in her life now where she has all of this money and she's out of Philly, but she doesn't have the love of her life. So she's at a crossroads of becoming a woman and being able to sustain herself and do everything she's dreamt of doing, but also figure out how to navigate through doing it alone, which she never intended or never thought she would have to do. So the growth you'll see is that Gina has money now. So Gina's a whole, she's got a whole new swag to her. And she's also has someone that she doesn't know is trying to take the money from her. So she's going to have to fight some past demons and some current demons to get to a new place. So you'll find Gina's journey is just, it's a roller coaster, but in the best way. And you'll definitely see her grow. Cool, cool. So without going into spoilers, I have some of the film. Let's just say, what was the process for creating chemistry with Columbus in the first film as opposed to creating chemistry with Andre Fuller in the sequel? Well, I mean, first of all, Columbus is a, is a great friend of mine. He's amazingly talented and I work with him and love being with him in any capacity because he's so generous when he's acting. Gina and Quadir in the movie have a very real love story because Quadir courted her. So he took the time to get to know her and it wasn't just about sleeping with her. That's what she felt and that's what made them fall in love. He took the time. She says the line, he, he took his time and he got on the bus. And that's what made her fall in love with him. Working with Andre, he's a great actor. Um, but the chemistry is definitely different because at this time in Gina's life, she's still trying to get over the love of Quadir. She's still hurting and she's giving Andre Fuller's character, who is Terrell, a new chance at kind of coming to her. And she, she doesn't quite know how to let go, but she's trying to try something new. So the chemistry is a little, it's very different because she's still in love, but she's trying to move on. But Andre Fuller is a great actor and I think you'll enjoy what we present to you guys in our relationship. Nice, nice. Yeah, I, uh, hey, you and Andre, y'all need to do something else together, man. You and Columbus too, but you and Andre, I really felt what you guys were bringing to the um, screen. Oh, really? Well, yeah. thank you for that. Thank you. Speaking of range, I got to shout out um your little quick little appearance on All American season two, where you played uh, Mo, mm -hmm. and you got a chance to tap into your villainous side briefly. You know, you had my man uh, Shook in the uh, All American season three. Are you coming back? I am. I'm back on All American season three. We're shooting that right now. And Mo, you're in for a surprise to see what Mo has to offer and what she brings to the table. Um, but I'm really excited to be part of the All American family. And this season is going to be phenomenal. So get ready. It drops January 18th on CW All American. Nice, nice. Well, you know, I got to hit you with a couple of hard questions. I could do all my interviews before I let you go. And the first one is, if you could betray anyone in a biopic, who would you choose and why? Oh, if I could betray anyone in a biopic, it would be Lorraine Hansberry. Uh, she's the writer of A Raisin in the Sun, a black writer to produce a play on Broadway that to this day is still relevant and still one of the best plays ever written. So I would definitely play Lorraine Hansberry. Cool, cool. During the time of COVID, the versus battle has been all the talk for 
music fans, who would you love to see go head to head in a battle that hasn't battled yet? I love Eminem. So I would say Eminem and Jay-Z, why not? Eminem and Jay-Z. And then, oh no, actually Eminem and Kendrick Lamar. I think that would be really good. And then as far as like on the singing side, hmm. I mean, I saw the best one, which was Jill Scott and Erica Badu. But maybe Bow Wow and Little Romeo. Just go back to the rap side. Bow Wow and Little Romeo. I think they were like my generation's like young rap gods. So it'd be nice to see what they have to do against each other. Taking it back. All right. Well, once again, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to chop it up. Is there anything you'd like to add? And where can fans find you on social media? Fans can find me everywhere. Erica Peoples. Erica Peoples on Instagram, Facebook. P-E-E-P-L-E-S. Look out for me. Support me. I love the love. My real peoples, I'm always going to be there supporting you. So thank you. And um, you can check me out on All-American, Trigger, and True to the Game 3 after True to the Game 2. But watch right. True to the Game 2 November 6th. All right, folks. We heard it from the Miss Peoples herself. Check out True to the Game 2 this Friday in some theaters. And as always, I like to end up with a quote. you got to be right with yourself before you can be right with anybody else. August Wilson. Until the next time, done out. What up, y'all? This is Mike from the infamous group 112 ATL's Finest, and thanks for listening to Reviews and Done with my man, Derek Dunn. If you like this show and want to know more, check out his website, reviewsanddone.net.